And welcome to LX2 Codependency Coaching. I'm Stella. We are recording live on Instagram as well as recording the podcast. I have so many things to share with you. Uh, and I'm very excited because uh, we're stepping into a new timeline. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm on a world trip and I've just spent the last two and a half months in Ireland. Uh, before that, I was three months in Athens, Greece. And I am headed to Italy in a little under three weeks. That's very exciting and it's coming very, very quickly. Um, but part of what had prompted this trip was to spend my 50th birthday in Tuscany and I have secured a lovely spot uh, where some friends and family are going to join me. <clears throat> and I'm so excited um, because it's happening. I get to turn 50 if I am lucky enough and I get to spend it with um, with my daughter and some really close friends. And um, I can't wait to see my people. This is probably the longest during the trip that <laughs> um, the longest during the trip that I haven't had my people around me. I've been so blessed and fortunate uh, that while I was in Greece, I had uh, three people come to stay with me. And um, so this is the longest I've been by myself without my people. Um, although I did have um, a friend of mine sent me some chili, and so I am happy to report that I had red chili enchiladas uh, last, no, this week, on Tuesday, um, that were incredible, and I was able to find uh, corn tortillas here, and I'm so happy. I had pozole. It made me so happy. Um, so food from home is something that I think I totally took for granted, and so I'm super grateful that I had uh, somebody loved me enough to send me those things. So it was really kind of awesome. Um, so I wanted to get started and talk about uh, kind of something that has been percolating and processing um, through, you know, all of the writing and the things that I've been doing. Um, and I'm the kind of person, I think we've talked about it before in terms of like setting goals and really kind of setting your intentions to do your healing and your growth. It's a very conscious uh, thing that happens. And a lot of times, like I said before, people don't come to my office when everything is great. People come to my office usually when they're like completely at the bottom or broken down and struggling. And, um, you know, as I have worked in the past, it's, it's very much uh, both required and helpful to set goals for what your intentions are in terms of healing and growing. Um, but a lot of times people will focus on the goal and miss the steps in the middle. And so today we're going to be talking about the middle and how, you know, it's really important to honor that space of doing the work uh, rather than just kind of focusing solely on the goal. Um, I'm the kind of person that really enjoys the middle and the goal is harder for me to attain or really recognize where it is I'm going or how I'm getting there. So one of the things that um, I was processing with a friend of mine, uh, Teresa, who runs Discovering Greatness, an amazing agency if you're looking for a therapist, but um, she said that she's more of a, a goal person. And we went through graduate school together um, and, you know, started our practices uh, kind of right around the same time. Like I started mine and then she started hers. And so she's always said like, for her, it's always been about the goal. And so she pushes through and she works really diligently um, and then kind of gets to the goal tired and overwhelmed, battered, bruised, all the blood, sweat and tears, you know, um, and and then it, it feels kind of lackluster and, and um, 
it's, it's one of the things that I recognize I have done in the past where it's just like, I focus so hard on the goal and I keep beating myself up if I'm not getting there. Um, but I have learned, especially in the last several years to really honor the, the middle part. And part of that is really recognizing the smaller goals along the way. Um, I have always been, or at least certainly in the last 10 years, I've been the kind of person that celebrates the middle. I celebrate the smaller attainable goals, which what I know to be true for clients is if we set small goals along the way, then it's a lot easier to recognize your progress and to kind of tweak it so that you are successful in the middle. And so it's really honoring those smaller steps to be able to get to the larger goal. Um, a lot of times some people don't know even what the goal is, right? I just don't want to feel like shit anymore. And that's fair um, because nobody likes to feel like shit. But if you don't recognize how do I, what am I doing, right? So my, my smaller goals are like increasing your awareness about what it is that's happening currently. And I can tell you that this year for me has been very much a methodical step-by-step process and honoring those small steps along the way. I set small goals, like in terms of shutting down my practice, for example. Um, I had made the decision that I wanted to go on this trip. I had made the decision that I was going to um, close down my my private practice. I was going to sell all my things. I was going to, you know, book a, a place and um, look at the, you know, where the destination was and where I was going. And so there was there were small things along the way. So starting in January, I had kind of let clients know, look, I, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to um, close the practice by March. I wanted to make sure to have a, a um, referral list for them to be able to seek out other therapy if that's what they wanted to do. Um, and by June, I was going to move out of my rental space and have everything sold. Uh, and by August, I was going to be on a plane. Right. So it was very uh, kind of cut and dry. Like these are the things and, and they were happening quarterly. Um, and it, it sounds so easy, but it was not easy. Like it was a fucking nightmare. Uh, and it was very difficult. And there were a lot of parts along the way that I could have stopped and um, I could have given up. I could have changed the goal. I didn't know what it was going to be like to live in another country or more than one country. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about that process, because I think um, when we are setting goals and when we are trying to figure out where it is we're going and what it is we're trying to do, there's a lot of things that are going to get in our way. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed because there are going to be stumbling blocks. Now, I have climbed many a mountain, uh, both figuratively and literally. <laughs> um, but I have also recognized, or and I have also recognized that today, right now, I can trust myself to be able to climb mountains, right? And I, I don't say that, um, I say that from a place of confidence and not arrogance, because I know what I am capable of today, probably more so than I have ever known before. And one of the things that, you know, kind of associates this with codependency is we have been doing these behaviors for our whole life. And even before we were aware that that's what we were doing, right? And the process of healing and the process of changing is very much a part of going through the steps and stumbling along the way and struggling to be able to let go. And all of those things are challenges that a lot of people will stop at. 
a lot of people will be like, this is hard. People are leaving me. People are upset with me. I'm losing relationships. I don't even know who I am anymore now that I've started to set these boundaries and really have an awareness of recognition of value in myself, right? And so that can feel very disorienting. And so even if the goal is I want to have relationships better, I want to feel good in the relationships that I'm having right now, this feels like garbage and I want to stop. But, and (laughs) it is, it is really important to recognize that the process, the journey, the middle is where we are learning the resilience to do those things. So I'm going to share the story of the last year just to kind of give you guys an idea of the things that I went through to get to this place. And then we'll talk a little bit about the goals. Um, So yeah, in January, I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Um, In March, I had a list of referrals for my clients. Now, I had a very thriving practice. I quit at the top. I had over 150 clients at different levels. Um, I stopped taking new clients in December. And some of the clients I've had for years. And so when, when I was telling them like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be leaving and, you know, starting the process of detachment from them, that was really challenging. Um, because as much as I form a relationship and really care about my clients, what I also know is that I trust them to be able to take care of themselves. And, um, so, you know, they were starting to really be aware of the fact that this was going to change. This dynamic was going to happen and it was challenging. It was challenging for them. It was challenging for me. So much of my identity was wrapped up in my, uh, my practice, my job, my life. Um, and I was also going through the process of getting rid of every item I owned like that. That's just true. Um, I was thinking about it the other day (laughs) as I had gotten rid of everything, what I what I started now to recognize is that the things that I saved and certainly the relationships that I maintained are really important, valuable people that I cherish in my life that I hold so close that I would do a lot of things to be able to maintain those relationships. Right. And that's that's part of the middle. So when you're doing this work, really recognizing what am I getting rid of consciously What am I unlearning? What skills am I not going to use anymore? Especially those hardwired ones that are just like, I'll do anything for you, right? People say that all the time. I'll do anything for you. Um, And people will show up and be like, remember that anything you were going to give me? I want that now. So I started to cut these relationships. And I have always started with the beginning of um, any relationship with clients talking about the end talking about the goals, talking about there will be a time when you don't need this anymore. We're going to start weekly. We'll go to every two weeks. Then we'll go to monthly. Then we'll go to maintenance. And, um, you know, and then we, you won't need this. What I truly believe is everyone should go to therapy. No one needs to go to therapy forever. And that's working myself out of a job. Um, but my identity was very much tied into being a therapist and my identity was very much tied into, how I could help people change or at least be present for them to be able to do this. And I did it for 10 years and I was exhausted. And so really building a thriving practice took a lot of energy from me and it broke me to a place that I didn't even know that I could be broken down to, even though I was very strong and resilient. So I let go of my clients. 
by March, people were terminating. I was terminating daily. I was ending relationships every day. And I can tell you as someone who's an expert in grief, that was a fucking bitch. Like it was hard to say goodbye to these people that had been part of my life and I'd been part of their lives and to be able to separate and detach from them um, with grace and love and compassion, um, emotions, uh, that was, it was hard. It was super difficult to do. So every day I'm like steeped in grief, right? And I'm also going through all of my stuff, um, things I've kept for years and like my whole life. I <laughs> literally had my birth announcement in a box with some stuff. And so I'm also getting rid of those things, right? So that middle part was incredibly challenging, but I set it up so that I could um, take time in between and really honor the parts of myself that had saved these things, that had created this practice, that had built these relationships. Um, And I gave myself an opportunity to have breaks between doing these things. So shut down the practice, did the things. Uh, Somewhere in the middle of that, um, I had a really close friendship with someone. And I don't know if I've shared it on here, but I had invested money with a friend. That friend kind of up and left with all of my money. So the money that I was going to use to come on this trip was gone. And that relationship very quickly and abruptly ended. Um, And that was probably one of the hardest pieces. Emotions to this whole process. Um, And honoring that middle was difficult because I wasn't prepared for the end. Um, And I've given myself an opportunity to not be really hard and critical on myself for investing money with someone who fucked me over. And when I think about it, and when I go, okay, well, my bank account doesn't look like what I thought it was going to, I could have stopped. I could have said, okay, I'm going to not do this. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do what I know how to do. But I had to honor myself and I had to recognize that this process of coming out here and making content and doing a podcast and writing a book was more important than having, you know, this big lump sum of money. So that was a challenge. It was definitely uh, a difficult part of the middle that got very uncomfortable and I could have stopped. I could have said, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to keep doing what I know how to do. I can make money and continue helping people and do all the things, but I had to honor myself. And I can tell you, and those of you who have been with me on the journey, I was exhausted and I was so tired um, that I had to prioritize myself, which is not normal. Um, But I did it. So that was a that was a pretty significant bump in the road. Um, and that happened literally about a month before I was supposed to leave, maybe six weeks. So that part of the middle was super uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> then I started having health issues. Um, and that was another really challenging piece because I'm not like, I'll go to the doctor, but I'm not like a regular go to the doctor kind of human. Um, and so then that I had to have a lot of testing and some different things happened. Turns out I'm not dying. So, (laughs) or from whatever was happening at the time, but again, super challenging, like that piece of the middle could have also been an opportunity for me to completely stop 
And at that point, I'd already moved out of my house. I'd already let go of my practice. I'd put my license in retirement. So, you know, again, all of the steps along the way, I have had challenges. Um, And I, you know, I'm grateful for the challenges. I'm the kind of person that (laughs) takes on a challenge and is like, all right, how can I trust my skills, right? I I went through a lot of this um, with my really close friends and people that held space for me. And so that's where your accountability buddy and your team and your tribe and whoever it is that you turn to, having people who know your facts and can fact check them with you is super important. And so, you know, we've talked about the accountability buddy in the past because when I when I can't trust my own brain, I have to make sure that the people close to me I have given them the tools to be able to say, hey, remember who you are. Remember what your goal is. Be kind to yourself. Um, You know, this will pass. All of those things are really helpful to arm your friends with so that they can come back and be like, hey, I got you. And and also, if you want to stop, if you want to quit at any point, we support you no matter what. And that is truly unconditional love. and I'm super grateful to have really amazing people in my corner and on my side. Those are the tools exactly to be able to say, hey, we've got you and you can keep going. So all of those things happened. And I was like, okay, I'm pushing through. I'm going to keep doing it. This is my middle. I'm going. Um, <laughs> I checked in for my flight to go from Albuquerque to Chicago And the motherfucker was canceled, like literally just off the map done. But again, I trust my skills. I trust myself. I got online. I got another flight to Chicago. I made my flight to Athens and I get there. Uh, It was a lot. It was (laughs) probably more than I was ready for, but okay. Um, So I get to Athens and Athens is amazing. And I'd been there one time before um, and it was a really beautiful experience um, I think I had made a TikTok about the fact that like, I am, I am the person who takes the hard path. Like the middle for me is where I learn all of my skills to be able to do things. And um, one furthest I've been from home by myself in a new city that in a part of the city that I'm not familiar with. Um, so that was definitely difficult. Also, this is the longest time I've ever been by myself. My whole life, I have had people around me and um, people who need me, right? And so that was another challenge for me to really get in touch with my own needs, taking care of myself, 100% relying on me. I would not have taken the trip if I didn't rely on myself. I would not have taken that leap of faith to go to another place where I don't know anybody, I don't know the language, I, I don't even know where the fuck I am, like... I wouldn't have done that if I didn't trust myself, right? And so we talk about trusting yourself, trusting your instincts. And when you detach from other people's validation and acceptance and approval, that's a really scary, dark place that we don't know how to function in. So for the first time in my life, literally no one needed me, except for me. Um, Fortunately, I like myself enough to be like, okay, girl, we got this. Um, darkest, longest nights ever in the hottest place. Um, but I figured it out. 
And I think I shared on one of the podcasts, like I had gone out into the city and like my biggest achievement for the day, which is like one of those small goals was to get back to the apartment because I couldn't figure out the train and I'd been on like a couple different buses and Google and I love Google, but like we called it my friend Google and sometimes she was in a mood because she would just keep buffering, trying to figure out where the hell I was. Um, So for the first three or four weeks while I was there by myself, I was just orienting myself to the city. And that was the middle for me, right? The go- I would leave the apartment with the goal of like going to a new place, orienting myself to where I was, what bus I needed to get there. I would reward myself at the time with like a yummy snack or, you know, a drink on a patio or whatever. Um, but that for me, those small goals helped me to figure it out. If I were to take anybody else to Athens right now, I can show you some really cool things. I can show you really good places to eat and I can get us on the bus or a train and I can get us back to where we're going. But that is the way that I function. And that is the middle for me. Those hard paths, those hard things, those challenges, those are the things that motivate me to get to the next step. All right. So that's Athens, right? My sister came and visited island trips. Really awesome. Very cool. Another friend came to visit island trips, really awesome, Uh, lots of hard processing, really learning that I will have hard days, I will have really sad days, I will be overwhelmed, I will feel like this was a mistake, and then I'll get through it. And having my people to be able to remind me of those things, amazing. The time difference, very challenging. So I was living two days at a time, because everybody at home was like nine hours ahead of me or behind me, I was headed into the day first. So I would stay up and, you know, talk to my people and then, you know, process by myself. So it was two days at a time. Like it was, it was grueling and it was difficult and it was worth it. Um, it was really great content. I got a lot of the writing done. Amazing. Um, another friend came, lots of processing. Um, and then I couldn't stay there for the 120 days that I wanted to stay. It was like 90 days and you need to figure out where to go to change and reset your visa. So I didn't know where I was going. And I had a plan that I was going to do four months in Greece, four months in Italy, four months in Spain. And that sounds amazing. Uh, but also with half the budget that I wanted to have and still needed to produce content, do all the things. So, um, and, and my friend was coming to visit. And so she and I had to like reorient to where we were going. Um, so then I started to manifest and again, here's the middle for me. All right, new challenge, new problem. What are we going to do? This has just been like the, (laughs) that was in October. Um, so again, this, this middle piece is when we are going to be challenged. When you start to create your boundaries, when you start to use your voice, when you start to love yourself better, there are going to be challenges. There are going to be difficult times when it's like you just want to give up and be like, okay, fine. You're going to keep coming for me. I'm just going to give you what you want. It's totally fine. My, um, I think that the most challenging places for me have been around relationships because sometimes I just want to do all the things and I just want to, you know, I want to take care of you and I want to make sure that you're not upset and I want to make sure that you're not sad and I want to make sure that you're okay. And I, that's my nature But also, I have to recognize what my energy and capacity is. I have to recognize what is my goal here in setting these boundaries? What is my goal here in trying to be kinder to myself? What am I trying to accomplish 
in doing the work of codependency, you know, I, I get on and I listen to Stella's podcast and I start to read the essays and, you know, I'm watching the TikToks and she's saying all these really great things that make sense. What is the goal? Well, the goal is individual to who you are and what you're doing. But if the goal is to have healthy relationships, to be comfortable with saying no, to recognize what your yes budget is, to trust yourself and recognize that your value and worth should not be dependent on other people doing the things to validate you, if those are your goals, you're going to be uncomfortable in the middle. You're going to struggle because I've struggled. Trust me, I'm still working on it. Um, But I recognize that when I wake up in the morning now, I am not tied to anybody else's energy. I am not carrying anybody else's burdens. My clients, I had worked very hard to make sure that their boundaries were in place, that they were doing the work that they needed to do. So they were not reliant on me. Now, some of them were a little salty and upset that I was leaving and they were able to figure it out. Some of them took the the, ref, the referral list, the referral list, and they were like, I don't need therapy right now. You've done a great job. I don't need anything. And about four months later, they were like, hey, can I get that list again? Yes, you can. And with boundaries, I said, I cannot help you right now, but you are welcome to go back to therapy. I would love that for your experience. And I want you to continue working on you because you're important and you don't need me to do this. You just need yourself to be able to focus on it. So that's what I'm saying. Like along the middle, there are challenges, there are difficulties. There are going to be things that make you want to jump out of your skin because it's so hard and it's supposed to be right? If it were easy, everybody would do it. If it were easy, then you would just have boundaries and tell people no, and it wouldn't be an issue, you know, but it's not. It's not going to be easy. This middle piece is what's important to be able to solidify the facts and be able to recognize there's a reason I'm doing this. I am worth having boundaries. My energy is so amazing that I need to be able to manage it for myself and to be able to model it for the people that are looking to me for a way to do this, right? A lot of us in our families, we're the first ones to generationally heal some of the things that our families have been doing forever. Like if you're from <laughs> you're from New Mexico, you know that family is everything. Is it though? I mean, yes, if you have a great family, 100%. If you don't, family is not a safe place. And being able to tell your family, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your grandma, your mom, no, is a challenge. It is difficult to do. To be able to tell your kids, I love you, but you're a grown up and you're going to need to handle this on your own. And it's hard for me to watch you fuck it up. But I can't keep rescuing you and you're not going to learn the things. So those are, those are the reasons in the middle to practice these skills. And you practice it quietly at first. Again, that's why I said work on your yes budget before you work on a no, right? What do I have the capacity for in a yes? Where is my energy right now? Because sometimes my energy is totally fine and I can say no all day long. But if I'm tired, if I don't feel well, if I have taken so many hits to my ego and I haven't gotten anything done, I'm just going to fucking say yes because it's easier to do. 
Not because I have the capacity to do it, because I need you to leave me the fuck alone, and if I don't tell you yes, you won't. This is the middle. This is the work that is going to get you to that next place. And trust me, I have been in that place where it's just like, fine, fine, whatever it is. I just don't want to fight with you. I don't have the energy. I don't have the capacity. And now I have given you more, <laughs> I've given you more rope to hang yourself because you keep coming for me, right? I have been that girlfriend who is like, fine, we'll watch whatever you want to find. Fine, we'll eat whatever you want to eat. Fine, we will just sit here not talking to each other and I'm going to be super uncomfortable when I can just go home and be in my own bed because I don't want to fight with you tomorrow. I've been that girl. And today, you know, I just have to fight with the dog. But moving forward, I love myself enough today to recognize I will tell you no to protect myself. I will tolerate so much less now because I love this human that I have been cultivating. This place where I'm at right now is so incredible. Um, and I, I, again, so we're going to get to Ireland really quickly. Um, came to Ireland. What I knew that I needed was I needed horizons because living in a city where you're in apartments on top of each other was entirely too much for me. And the energy of being around that many people, even though I wasn't interacting with them was exhausting. Um, I wanted horizons. I wanted to be able to see the moon. I wanted a wee cozy space. So I'm in the tiniest space ever. I didn't know that I wanted a dog, but I got one. So <laughs> I was able to kind of create that for myself. Um, my girlfriend's always telling me, I don't, your, your inner universe goddess thing, you're really good at manifesting. And I was like, I don't even know I wanted these things, but I got them. And so I'm very much aware of the fact that for me, the middle is where I learn the really hard lessons. When I am driving around a new city or navigating in a new space, I'm going to turn around and have U-turns and, you know, have Google or whoever is navigating me be really frustrated. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, because I know how to find my way out of anything. As long as I trust myself, right? So when you're in the middle of this work, when you're in the middle of really loving yourself better and trying to find compassion and grace for yourself, it is going to be hard and you will get to your goals if you're setting up smaller ones. You will be more successful if you're setting up smaller goals. Even if just like I said, those daily goals of like, I'm going to have an adventure today. I'm going to try to make it out to the coast and, you know, I'm going to take three buses and two trains and see what happens. Um, but that for me is an adventure. Like the middle is so fun for me. The end is a little bit more challenging and sometimes I struggle with what it's going to look like at the end. So when you're doing this work and you're trying to figure out, like, if I set all these boundaries and I tell people no, what if I lose them? That's going to feel uncomfortable and I don't know if I'm ready for that. Okay. But are you worth it? How now when you're loving yourself better and you recognize I have more energy, I may have less relationships, but the ones that I have are quality and actually really good and healthy for me. I like who I am when I can stick up for myself and manage my peace. If that feels better, then you're going to have to do the uncomfortable thing. 
when I don't know what's going to happen at the end, sometimes I get really anxious. I don't know what that goal is going to look like. I don't know what Italy's going to look like. I'm guessing it's going to be pretty great, but I don't know, right? I don't know what it's going to look like when I come home. I don't have any of my stuff. I don't have a vehicle. I may have a place to stay. I'm not sure. I'll figure it out. But that end for me is so far away that I can get really overwhelmed with the uncertainty of things. And fortunately, my people, my accountability buddies, the people who love me are like, hey, we've got you. You'll be all right. And you're going to be okay because we've seen you do all these things. And again, I've loaded them up with all the tools and facts so that they can come back to me and say, hey, you're going to be all right. Look at what you've been able to do. And I'm super grateful for them. Anyway, we went over today, but I hope you have a better sense of what the middle looks like. The middle is how you get to the end. And if you don't have grace and compassion for yourself in the middle, then you get to the end, battered, broken, bruised. And then we're on to the next goal. And we haven't even taken an opportunity to be grateful to ourselves for how we got here. So that's why the middle is important. That's why the middle is where you get to practice your skills. You get to practice your goals. You get to practice those you know, boundary setting and communicating, and you get to do it with compassion and grace for yourself. That's a difficult thing to do when all you've ever learned is how to get those things from other people. So the middle is where you get to practice. The middle is where you get to you fail and fuck it up and you're going to, and that's okay because you're supposed to. The failure you know, you fucking get knocked down 10 times, you get up nine, and then you win. You get up every time. So many of you who are here with me today, I've seen you do it. So I know that you get up, and I'm so proud of you. Emotions, it's fine. We're just going to feel the feelings that we talked about last time. <laughs> anyway, that's your nugget for today. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate every last one of you for coming on here, for sharing, for talking to me through this process while I'm alone in my wee cozy space. I will be home soon. I can't wait to give all of you a hug. And for those of you who I don't know very well, I give really great hugs, um, but only if you ask. So <laughs> anyway, that's your nugget for today. I'm going to end the podcast. I'm going to end here. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. So we've ended the video portion. We're going to end it here. If you have any questions, reach out to me, um, lx2.cod.coach at gmail.com. You can find me on Luna underscore x2 underscore LLC at Instagram. You can also find me at Luna x2 LLC on Facebook. And uh, I'll talk to you in about a week. Take care.